Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, What a fabulous show we have planned for you and extremely informative. Many of you who have been listening to the Dr. Pat show for the past three years, either under Dr. Pat or what was known as crust busting, we still are the home of crust busting. You've heard me talk about a number of people that I have personally lost to uh, really, really Hi, less than excellent health care. Let me just say it like that. Uh, and the question to. always is for me, seats, who really is responsible? Who's responsible? Who's responsible? What role does each and every one of us play to ensure that things are getting done right? And do we even know the questions? How should we behave? A lot of times I know that uh, I've watched my folks and just watch them sort of cowl in a corner around doctors. Well, my guest today, she's going to change our thinking around this a little bit. Jerry Hollenbuck is here, and I want to say that her book, one of the things we're going to be talking about, 24-7 or Dead, is a handbook for families with a loved one in the hospital. Now, this, and Jerry, by the way, has won the Parent to Parent uh, Adding Wisdom Award, and a Fresh Voices 2006 award for this book. This handbook is more than a handbook. It really, for me, it's a call to action, and I'm telling you, it's time to turn the light bulb on. We can no longer longer afford to say the light bulb is on and no one's home when it comes to... people we love. Now, Jerry, by the way, is an organizational consultant and a performance coach. She has been in the business for over 25 years, uh, area of expertise in retail, wholesale, discount, high-tech. And, you know, she started very young, very young, and began to work her way through to building a very, very powerful voice in the industry. She had a master's degree, has a master's degree from Northwestern University. And uh, you're going to hear about her journey and what it was like for her to take her power out into the world. In 1986, Jerry also formed the Holland Group, which is now Majestic Wolf, and this is an organizational consulting practice. She travels all over the globe with her very powerful message, a wake-up call for everyone, and is recognized in who's who of entrepreneurs, who's who of American women, who's who of the United States, who's who in America, who's who in finance and business, and I'm going to tell you who's who in shine and the light on what's happening to our medical situation here in healthcare in our country. Jerry, thank you so much for joining the show today. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction and your support. 
Well, you, someone's got to be taking the voice out there. Someone's got to be, you know, saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I have your attention, please? <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. And part of what I'm trying to do is to help all of us get out of the denial mode and to recognize that particularly in a medical situation, we are at a disadvantage and we need to do what we need to do in order to skill ourselves up and create a powerful voice both individually and collectively to help the healthcare system make some very necessary changes. Well, let me ask you this question because it's a question that I've asked everyone pretty much that I've interviewed in a three-year period. It's a question that came from the listeners. Uh, they thought, you know, gee, Dr. Pat, you're always so happy. Haven't you ever had a bad hair day? And I've had a few of those myself, but the question goes like this. In all of the work that you're doing and everything that you've done, what are some of the challenges and obstacles that you, Jerry, has had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Interesting question. I was told very early on that my role in life was to be a missionary. I went to a, a camp in fourth grade, went out into the forest, planted a tree, and asked God what I was supposed to do when I grew up. And the only direct input I ever had that I'm aware of is be a missionary. And so for years, one of the obstacles for me was to determine where my real mission was. And it wasn't until I actually ended up in the hospital for nine months with my husband, who is catastrophically and critically ill, did I understand that this was the beginning of my mission. So that was one of the things that I had to overcome. I also I also had to overcome the reluctance to step up to the plate and the fear of ignorance, and I did that by self-teaching myself as much as I could possibly get my hands on. So those are two of the major issues that I had to grapple with in order to become a voice for this very issue. Well, in a voice you are, for those of you just tuning in, I'm Dr. Pat Basile. You are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by right here at HealthyLife.net. We're going to take a short break because we've got lots to talk about with my award-winning author, oh, yes, uh, Jerry Hollenbuck. We'll be right back after this break. The book is 24-7 or dead. You'll find out exactly what that means. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today, as I said before, is the author of the award-winning book, 24-7 or Dead, a handbook for families with a loved one in the hospital. Jerry Holland Buck is with us today. And, you know, we just started to touch uh, a little bit uh, of the surface of what your experience was like and what the challenges were. I mean, didn't you get hit with this? Like, It's like getting hit with a Mack truck when you're experiencing uh, what you've experienced firsthand and what it really is like, Jerry, to have a loved one be hospitalized. Yes. It, I, I can't 
agree with your analogy better. I really did feel like I had been run over. And part of the feeling of being run over was the emotional uh, energy that it took just for me to remain present. Uh, and I don't mean physically present. I mean in contact with what was going on with me. That was part of it. Part of it was the resistance that I met by well-meaning healthcare providers who thought that I had a very particular role to play and unfortunately their definition of my role and my definition of my role were dramatically different. Where were the disconnects? In some cases I had healthcare providers who really did not understand or expect that I had the capacity to come up to speed on what was going on. And so I had some doctors um, who thought that I should be just the dutiful wife and accede to anything that they suggested that I do with my husband. Uh, I unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess in this case, um, am a pretty independent person and decided to do my own independent research. And that independent research caused me to ask a lot of questions that they weren't accustomed to or in some cases comfortable with answering. Well, they don't expect you to do the research. No, that's right. <laughs> they didn't expect me to do the research. They didn't expect they you to do the research. Yeah. I mean, that, there lies the beginning of the problem. Yes. I was in a uh, worldwide, extremely well-known hospital that, that you and all your listeners would know. And this is a hospital where the most catastrophically ill people are brought. And I had a doctor actually say to me, people who accompany patients here don't usually have the level of understanding and knowledge that you have. Yes. And I found that virtually impossible to understand since most of the people who show up there with their family members have been ill for a very long period of time. And at a minimum, they've learned some of the dialogue and the language around the disease or the issue that brought them there. Uh-huh. But this was just one of the ways that I thought was used to attempt to keep me powerless. Well, you know, Jerry, what do you do? I mean, here you are, and let's give everyone a little bit of background in terms of what what really uh, became a catalyst for you, I want to say, mm -hmm. in, in getting this message out there. Yes. My husband was hospitalized for nine months, six and a half on full life support. And I entered the health care system married to an attorney without a durable medical power of attorney and a living will. Now, this was in the year 2000, and since that period of time, the privacy legislation that's been enacted in the United States has made it absolutely critical that all of us have executed durable medical powers of attorney and living wills, or also called advanced directives, and that the language changes state by state. Mm -hmm. The difficulty that I had six years ago in doing this can only be magnified tenfold today if you do not have that document to present to the healthcare system, because they will even attempt to keep necessary medical information away from you as a spouse or a family member because they believe that they're attempting to protect the patient. So it's clearly an absolute requirement today, no matter what your health or age is, to have an advanced directive executed and easily accessible. 
So this was the beginning of the privacy era, and part of the issue that I faced was the blockage of information. Part of that was because they didn't think I had the ability to understand it. Part of it was that they didn't think that I did understand it. So that was a real issue for me to grapple with. And it wasn't until we were about seven months into his hospital stay that he was conscious and coherent enough to execute one. And then he promptly had his fourth code, which created brain damage. And I was unfortunately terrified that I was actually going to have to make a decision based on his living will. Right. So the catastrophes that he experienced were beyond comprehension. Every organ in his body failed, many of them more than once. He had multiple heart attacks, multiple strokes, multiple system organ failure. He was on dialysis for seven and a half months. He experienced four codes, 13 septic events, which is a blood infection that causes extremely low blood pressure, and many people ultimately pass as a result of this. Endocarditis, he acquired the hospital staph infection, which I suspect ultimately was the cause of the endocarditis, and his blood stopped clotting. I could go on and on and on, but suffice it to say that I wouldn't wish what we experienced on my worst enemy because it just was one crisis after another after another. And just handling those crises drain you so emotionally Imagine trying to then advocate and fight the medical system simultaneously. Well, as a result of all of this, Jerry, one of the things you've done is, of course, created the book. Mm -hmm. For those of you just tuning in, I'm here with Jerry Holland Buck, the book we're talking about, 24-7 or Dead, which is a handbook for families. In the book, you say this. You say, uh, this, is, this is what you say the message is. Without the full-time presence of a family member for every patient in a hospital, I believe there is a very good chance mistakes will be made. Some of those mistakes could cost your loved one his or her life. My question to you is, what is the reason for this? What is the reason for believing that we need to have a full-time member? What is going on in your opinion? If you look at the statistics, what you will find is, we are in the middle of a nursing shortage, and it's getting worse. And in my experience with my husband's hospitalization, there was one day where there was one nurse taking care of 20 people on a floor oh. for 12 hours. And during that 12-hour period, one of her patients coded, which required 100% of her attention, and for two hours there was no nurse taking care of the other 11 patients. That's just one simple example. So the nursing shortage is creating all sorts of problems. Not only do we have less people going into nursing, we have a lot of people leaving nursing. And the probable reason that many of them are leaving the nursing, according to many of the studies, is that the workload has become so enormous that these well-meaning, caring people who went into nursing to provide care are simply running around checking off checklists. And as a result, that workload causes them to be focused on checking off their checklist. And sometimes those are the people who miss some of the things that are going on with the patient. So we have a nursing shortage. Managed care has clearly entered into the picture by dictating what can and cannot be done for patients. 
that's an issue that we get to grapple with. The fact that hospitals have moved into a profit center mode, and that means we have, in some cases, administrators making decisions about medical care in addition to health insurance companies making decisions about health care. So there are all sorts of systemic issues that are in the way before we ever, ever even enter into the hospital. So what we're saying really is uh, that you, you're out there and you're thinking, this is never going to happen to me. And the question is, how much do you really know about what, what to do, when to do it, and how to do it? Right. And, you know, I, I know that for myself for several reasons. One, uh, my sister uh, actually died in a hospital because they didn't get to her soon enough. Uh, and uh, in the bottom line, you know, you've got somebody that's asthmatic in a hospital, and it's exactly like you said. Mm -hmm. There aren't people there that are paying attention. Right. So that, that means we have to step up to the plate. Uh, just piggybacking off of what you just said, in this world-renowned hospital, in the ICU unit, where they have the highest ratio of nurses to patients, at one point in time, Bill's ventilator alarm went off, and it, after five minutes, no one had responded. And I was gowned, masked, and gloved because of his uh, staph infection, and I had to go out into the desk area and start yelling in order to get someone's attention. In another case, you, you may not know this, or you may know it, but your listeners may not, those monitors that all patients are hooked up to, yes, nurses have to set the levels at which alarms go off on those monitors. And on one day, for whatever reason, the nurse did not set or set a way too high level on an alarm going off in terms of the number of heartbeats per minute that should trigger concern and bring her on the run. And from experience, I had previously watched my husband go into sinus ventricular tachycardia, which is when your heart races out of control and beats up to 160, 170 beats per minute, and you need to have the electrical shock uh, cardioversion, the clappers put on your chest to shock your heart back in. I had seen this happen to Bill, and on one particular day, I was watching the monitor, and his heart rate was at the same level, and no alarms were going off. And I ran out into the hall, and I said, come quick, my husband's in SVT, and she said, oh, no, he couldn't be. I would have an alarm going off, and I said, come and see for yourself. And she walked into the room and went, oh, my, and we called the coat. And had I not been oh, my there, goodness. in both of those cases, I shudder to think what would have happened. Well, I got to tell you, I'm kind of on the same page as you. You know, when uh, my loved one went into the hospital, I can tell you that with a brain aneurysm, uh -huh. I could tell you that I, uh, I pulled a cot up and said, I'm sleeping here. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm not moving. That's right. That's and what, that's what and, and then the question is, and not everybody can do that. I right. mean, what we're talking about is really becoming more aware. And uh, for for many people, you don't even know the questions to ask. That's right. And that's what your book is all about, isn't it? I mean, 24-7 or dead is the name of the book. And the book is really to help each and every one of us understand what's happening and understand what we can do. Yes. 
And I truly believe, and you can tell by my title, that 24-7 attendance with anyone in the hospital is required. Some of us don't have the capacity to do that. Some of us simply have other things like children and parents at home that we need to care for. So 24-7 doesn't mean that you have to do it all by yourself. It simply means that someone needs to be there on point and that we need to be very diligent about passing the baton with the questions and the concerns we have to the next person who is there to pay attention. Well, might... we're going to be talking more about what uh, the recommendations because the book is full of uh, suggestions and recommendations for each and every one of us and uh, how we can uh, really be more mindful, more concerned about what's going on in the healthcare industry. I know that you know that it is a very, very important topic to me, but now is the time for action. This is no longer the time to be sitting here thinking, oh, you know, that Hillary Clinton, she was a little bit out of her mind when she suggested this. You know what? We've gone 20 foot. We've gone full circle on this. So today's show is to say there are things that each and every one of you are really, really responsible to do. And my guest today, Jerry Holland Buck, is here to tell you what those things are. When we come back from this short break, we're going to give you some information, some recommendations, and help you out with this. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Talk Radio Drive by. Stay tuned when we come back. More about 24-7 or dead. We'll give out the website and tell you how you can get a copy of the book. We'll be right back. Why do you exist? What is the purpose of Earth? Do the stars really hold the answer to your spiritual path? These questions and more are revealed through a private astrological consultation with spiritual astrologer Martin Montez for an in-depth and empowering interpretation of your birth chart outlining your spiritual path. Visit CosmicCuisine.com That's CosmicCuisine.com and let Martin Montez give you the answers. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from your mission if you choose to accept it is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals dreams and vision the inquiring mind is your partner listen fridays at 11 a.m as stephanie durham professional life coach presents aces authenticity choices empowerment and success 
spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute. Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by and this show is about thriving this show is letting go of all of the struggle uh just releasing this idea of surviving going from day into day and knowing that you can be empowered to live life full out that's what we've been doing we've been doing it for three years uh, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening uh for paying attention and uh we really, really appreciate everything that you've done. If you want to hear replays of this show, all you need to do is go to HealthyLife.net, www.HealthyLife.net. The shows are archived and listen away. And today's show, of course, features Jerry Holland Buck and the book 24-7 or Dead. We've shared a little bit of, of her story and what uh, has really uh, compelled her to write a book that helps so many people. This book is a multiple award-winning book, and and she is here with us today to give us some recommendations. You know, Jerry, thank you so much for joining the show today. My pleasure. I said earlier that we, beyond talking about the situation, there are also things that we need to do. Yes. And let's go through a few of these, in your opinion. Uh, what, what do people need to do in order to make uh, their experience successful? In my book, I talk about 14 different rec- uh, recommendations, and the first and the last one, and in my opinion, the most critical one, is taking care of yourself. Yes. It's very easy for us, especially if we take to heart the 24-7 charge and try to do 24-7 all by ourselves, it's very likely that we'll end up in the hospital as a patient, which is not what anyone would want to have happen. Exactly. So I found several arenas in which I needed to take care of myself. Of course, there were a number of things at home that I needed to do, not the least of which was making my house appear to be lived in, in spite of the fact that I was living at the hospital for nine months. And there was an attempt at burglary that the people thwarted by their presence. Security in the hospital, people never think about this, but there are always thefts out of patients' rooms, of patients' stuff, as well as uh, care provider stuff. And one of the most concerning for me, I had, I had to pay bills in the hospital, so I placed my old credit card statements in the red bags. And the red bags in the hospital are those that are used to collect items that have come in contact with any bodily fluid, be it urine, vomit, blood, anything like that. I placed my credit card statements in there, which they are promptly retrieved, and then they're actually incinerated. 
and someone went rifling through the red bag in that hospital room, pulled out my credit card statement, and started making purchases on my credit card. Well, first of all, I can't even imagine anyone going through a red bag. I couldn't either. No. But it and I, I suspect that's why you put the statements in there. You thought this is going to be the last place right. anybody puts their hands. I thought, what lunatic would put their hands in a bag filled with bodily fluids from a catastrophically ill patient? But apparently there was at least one idiot who was prepared to do that. Getting a guard to accompany you to your car when you're coming and going from the hospital, particularly if you're upset. Physically, keep yourself in good shape. Most hospitals have a health club, and most of them will allow patients or patient family members to use it while they're in the hospital. Emotionally, find the chapel. If for no other reason, it's a great place to go to be quiet and alone. Because if you're in an ICU room, it's very noisy with all the pieces of equipment that are being used. Find a trusted medical advisor. Lean on your friends. Discover, and hopefully you don't have to discover it, but you'll know what kind of spiritual support you need. And all of these things are critical for us to take care of ourselves. And for me, that is the single most important recommendation that I can make. And, you know, how did you learn this? Did you learn this the hard way? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously you're, you've written this book um, <clears throat> by actually paying attention to your own experience. And I want to say this. Let, let's make sure, Jerry, that we give out the website and let people know how to buy the book. Thank you. The website is www.24-7ordead.com. That's 24-7ordead.com. And there is an order blank there. Uh, in addition to that, you can go to your local bookstore and request it. However, because the publishing world was reluctant to have a layperson carry a medical message, their words, not mine, I found myself in a position to have to self-publish. And that means that this book is something called print on demand, which means you won't find it in your bookstore. You have to special order it, and then it has to be printed in order to fulfill the special order. However, I should say that I was pleased to be invited by Llewellyn Worldwide to join their publishing family, and it should be coming out hopefully uh, early next year in either hardbound or paperback. We haven't gotten that far yet, and should be readily available as well in your local bookstore. But in the meantime, the website is the fastest and easiest way to gain access to it. Well, thank you so much, and congratulations for thank being you. picked up. Uh, it is a very, very powerful message, and, uh, and I'm thrilled that you will be picked up and, uh, and taken out into the world by a major publishing company. But I have to tell you that you have done a phenomenal job in getting this message out by yourself. And the reason that things like that happen, Jerry, is because people are passionate. Yes. You are a passionate individual. And the, the sense that I get is that you don't want other people to go through what you just went through. Oh, no. No, and one of the things that I do for, 11, for a living, I'm um, professionally trained as a trainer. And after my husband got out of the hospital and things calmed down, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be a tragedy if everything that I learned through such painful methods would simply dissipate into the air? And that's why I sat down and write it and wrote the book. 
because I wanted people to know that there are things that you can do to decrease the likelihood that anything bad will happen to your loved one when they're in the hospital. Well, thank you for doing it, and we'll make sure we give out that website. Let's give it out one more time and give it out throughout the rest of the show. Okay. It's www.24-7ordead.com. One of the things I want to ask you about is really something that's very, very, I think, controversial right now. Uh, and it, it has to do with, well, there are two parts to it. One is, um, I think in your book you say, stay in the room 24-7. Yes. Now, most hospitals that you go in will tell you you cannot stay in the room. That's correct. And you should not. And, you know, in my case, I said, uh, I'm not leaving the room. Mm -hmm. And so you're either going to have to put a cot here, and I had just gotten out of surgery myself. Mm. You're either going to have to put a cot here, or you're going to have to call the police. Mm -hmm. Uh, But people are very, very passive and submissive Mm -hmm. when it comes to authority figures in hospitals. Isn't this right there, isn't that point right there one of the greatest hurdles we have? Yes. In this world-renowned hospital, uh, there was a very large ICU waiting room. And every day that I would leave my husband's room to go get a bite to eat or just to go sit in the chapel to get away from the noise, I would walk out there and I would see all the family members sitting out there watching TV, reading books, putting puzzles together. And I wanted to walk up to them and shake them and uh, say, what are you doing out here? Get in the room. If all of those people went into the rooms and began to play a role, they would have had to increase the healthcare providers exponentially to deal with all of us. But with only me going into the room and being in the room 24-7, it was pretty easy to ignore me, which is why I had to go out in the hall and yell when an, when an alarm was not responded to in five minutes. So we need to stop being so passive. And, you know, it's scary because I entered this healthcare system yes. with no knowledge about medicine. And most of us go into the hospital with no knowledge about what's going on with our loved one. But we can no longer have the luxury of turning over all of that care to the overworked nurses and the doctors who, especially in university hospitals, are body part doctors who focus only on one part of the body instead of the entire patient. And that was the situation, though, um, in your case. Yes. I mean, it wasn't a necessarily, it may have started out as a one body part doctor, but it did soon thereafter turned into something much more serious. Yes, at one point in time, I think we had something like 25 different specialties coming in on a daily basis to attend to Bill. And, you know, it's really interesting. I I was interviewing um, uh, people from the the, uh, Cancer Care Alliance here, and I'll share that after we come back from break, um, because there is a trend that's going on in the cancer field. But, however, I I do not think it's going on in the rest of care. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. My guest today is Jerry Holland Buck. We're here 24-7 or dead is the name of this award-winning book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
In the long run, humans cannot tolerate ecstasy deprivation, said Felicitas Goodman, anthropologist. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about ecstatic wisdom postures discovered by Goodman and taught by certified teacher Deborah Milton. The practice combines body postures with rhythms, which expands consciousness, nurtures belonging, and nourishes aliveness. Milton is teaching both in Seattle and Black Till Ranch, Montana in August. For more information, go to www.debramilton.com. That's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-M-I-L-T-O-N.com. NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, this same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcast encoders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. Earthchannel.com channel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to earthchannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978. I'm Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Pep it up. With positive energy power, right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're here with oh, an amazing individual, Jerry Hollenbuck, and we're talking about the book 24-7 or Dead. This is a must-read, a must-read for any family caregiver uh, because what we're finding today is that each and every one of us needs to take more responsibility for the medical care, the health care of ourselves and our loved ones. And there are many, many reasons for this, and we're not going to go into the political aspect of this, although I did allude to the fact, Jerry, that uh, Hillary Clinton was basically booed out of the country yes. uh, when she stepped up and tried to do something dramatic for health care. Had she been able to do that, 
you and I would be having a very different conversation today. And, and, folks, I want to be really clear. This is not a political statement. This is a statement about health care. And if you're a little bit unsure of what I'm talking about, there's probably uh, information you could find about what Hillary Clinton attempted to do. But, Jerry, let me ask you. You have an opinion about what she attempted to do. Yes, I believe that she attempted to bring to all our attention very, uh, I would say, she would, many people would think it was premature, and I think that's partly why the message and the messenger got shot. But we were in trouble in health care in the Clinton's first administration. Unfortunately, the country has done very little to attend to that except in isolated geographical and hospital locations. And I agree we'd be having a very different conversation about that today had she been successful in pulling us all out of our denial system. And in the work that I'm doing to try and carry this message, I think that's probably the single largest issue that I have to deal with. Dealing with individuals and telling them that they at some time are going to be hospitalized or a family member is going to be hospitalized is something most of us don't want to think about. All right. And I totally get that. On the other hand, pretending that it will never happen does not make it so. And I don't know very many people who can avoid hospitalization and health care practices throughout their entire life. So why not enter into it knowledgeable instead of having to learn on the job as I did and in some cases almost lost my husband because of mistakes that were made that happened early on that I was simply not aware of or didn't know what to do about. So. Well, it, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about creating a dramatic shift. Mm -hmm. And really we need to create a paradigm shift at many, many levels. It's yes. not just about what's going on in the industry, although uh, that, that absolutely needs to happen. But it's also each and every one of us needs to move from a, from a passive, submissive role in healthcare and step up. And if yeah. you're listening to this show and you're thinking, well, you know, I'm in my 20s, I'm in my 30s, uh, and really the, this whole conversation doesn't affect me, uh, you do have parents, and your parents perhaps have parents. And this is something that everyone on the planet right now is really in denial about. We're, you know, I, I think, Jerry, there are a number of things I think we're in denial about, but this is one of those things that if not paid attention to now, five, ten years from now, we are in a, a disastrous position. Yes. yes, we are. There is a wonderful book written by Rich Work called Awaken to the Healer Within, and in it he makes the following statement. If I can keep you in these laws, if I can keep you in these fears, if I can keep you in this power, if I can keep you from loving yourself, just one of these, and I can control of you, all of them, and I can own you. And many of us, when someone goes into the hospital, because we've been taught from childhood to follow rules, we get kept in what we believe to be the laws of the hospital system. And God knows we're all fearful and terrified about what's going on. And the doctors, in many cases, we've been taught that they have godlike powers over the body. And in some cases, they do. It's incredible the strides that we have been, that have been made in healthcare. But all of these things collude to 
keep us powerless and terrified about stepping up to the plate, and we can no longer afford that luxury unless we're willing to put our own lives and those of the ones that we love at risk. I agree with you. And, you know, another area to, to, that we really need to talk about, uh, and we'll do that in this segment and the next one, is what's happening in the field of alternative care mm-hmm. and the battle that's going on yes. between alternative medicine. And we're calling it alternative, but i got to tell you, for, for most of us when we say alternative, it doesn't mean what it used to mean five years ago. Mm-hmm. We're having very different conversations now about what it means to have a nutritionist that works with an oncologist, that works with a, so the person uh, doing chemotherapy. Yes. So when we come back from break, Jerry, let's have that conversation Great. about alternative medicine and, uh, and what that means and how we can become more aware of it. And really, it's really about shattering the myth that alternative medicine is this voodoo thing. Or is uh, alternative. Exactly. <laughs> alternative to what is <laughs> the question? <laughs> You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio drive by. Stay tuned. More with uh, my guest today, Jerry Hollenbrock, the book 24-7 or Dead. We'll be right back. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Vasily, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Vasily, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206-523-5522 for a free consultation. That's 206 206- 523-5522. I'm Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. 
In college, I took a lot of history and liberal arts classes, and frankly, I don't remember much of any of it. But as an adult, I find myself engrossed in fascinating programs on the A&E and History Channel. They've pretty much helped me to be pretty impressive at social functions, and I just found out today that I can purchase DVDs of my favorite A&E and History Channel programs right through HealthyLife.net. You should visit HealthyLife.net and order your favorite A&E and History Channel program DVDs as well, and then discover how many people you can impress during your next social occasion. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Oh, that music you hear? That music was created by a fabulous individual, Nick Johnson. And as a matter of fact, Nick is busy right now working on what will become the theme music for the Dr. Pat Show and uh, all of the different segments. If you want to find out about all of the radio that we are doing, because we're on over 11 hours per week, uh, please go to www.thedrpatshow.com, and we're hoping that by the second week of August, we will have a brand-new website up there for you. Um, today's conversation is with Jerry Hollenbach. We're talking about 24-7 or dead. Uh, many, many things in this book. Jerry, why don't you give out your website? My website is www.24-7ordead.com, and it's probably the fastest and easiest way to gain a copy of my book. Additionally, since the book has been published, I've tried to stay on top of medical advances and advances that affect all of us uh, in general health care, and you'll find a lot of those summarized on that website as well as tools and resources available for anyone who's working in the advocacy field. Okay, so, and thank you so much for joining the show today. Uh, before break, we started to talk about alternative health, mm-hmm. alternative medicine, alternative whatever you want to call it, everything from acupuncture to working with Chinese herbs to going to a naturopathic physician, uh, Reiki, you name it. All of this at one point in time, and still in some states, is considered uh, a banned. Mm-hmm. How has this? factored into your personal journey? Well, one of the first problems I articulated before the break was that it's called alternative medicine, as if dealing with the whole body is in some way foreign. But the reality is is that part of the clash between mainstream medicine and alternative medicine is that mainstream deals with the consequences of the illness and tries to cure it as opposed to, quote, alternative, which deals with the causes of the medicine and tries to correct it. Alternative also typically deals with the big picture, as in the entire patient, whereas mainstream has moved into a specialty approach. So those are two of the major conflicts. And in the case of my husband's treatment, I was fortunate to have a very good friend who performed Reiki on Bill every day for the first three and a half months that he was hospitalized during his most critical condition. And in the fourth hospital we were in, because we were in four, in four different states, um, we uh, brought my friend back in to do Reiki, and it was interesting because the ICU nurse saw my friend doing Reiki on my husband and came in and said, I'm a Reiki practitioner. I used to use it on the ICU patients, but I was banned from doing that. 
because they didn't know what kind of impact it would have on them. I know what it does, so I want you to continue doing this, but I'm going to pull the curtains. Oh, that you! how blessed that yes. was. Yes. What a in, blessed event that was. Yes. In the other cases, when Jean was working on my husband, if a doctor or a nurse came into the room, even with the curtains pulled and the door closed, she would simply step to the side of the bed or hold his hand or whatever the case may be to make it appear that he was, she was simply consoling him or wow. touching him. So Reiki played a major role. Uh, upon discharge from the hospital, um, Bill went through acupuncture, acupressure. He had Chinese herbs. We did yoga, um, cranial sacral work. I mean, the list goes on and on in terms of the alternative healing methods that we used. And we were limited in the hospital from doing that simply because most of the time he was in the ICU and... <laughs> There was such a tension focused on this catastrophically ill person that it was virtually impossible to get anyone through the door. I also brought in um, a body worker for myself, and she set up a massage table in one of the rooms I was staying in, in one of the hospitals. They offered that to me. Oh, great. And I actually got massages, which was the only thing that allowed my shoulders to even partially resume their natural position, not attached to my earlobes because I was terrified and tense, and that's where I carry all my, my stress. So it's easy to understand why this conflict exists, and I prefer to think of this as not an either-or, in other words, not mainstream medicine or alternative, but both and, mainstream and alternative, which hopefully in the short term will not be called alternative, but rather called complementary medicine. Absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting about what we're talking about is, uh, you know, parts of the country, and I would say this right now, is uh, where we broadcast from my daytime show, Seattle, is the Pacific Northwest. And there are people that, you know, fly from all over the world to come here because alternative medicine is really not alternative anymore. Uh, and so all of this now will be covered apparently in in the uh, new uh, release of your book. Is this true? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the book we're talking about is 24-7 or Dead. Uh, Jerry Hollenbuck has on a mission. She's on a mission to help each and every one of us become empowered about our own health care journey and the health care journey of our loved ones. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Jerry and I are going to be um, closing the show with a personal message to each and every one of you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. is for everyone, any race, religion, gender, and age, anyone that wants to know more about who we are, why we're here, and how the universe works. A wide and varied range of people with different backgrounds are drawn to HUNA and attend a biannual HUNA workshop. Healthcare professionals, therapists, lawyers, managers, 
educators, professional athletes, college students, and people just like you. If you're interested in a more spiritual view of the world, if you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then HUNA is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to HUNA.com and learn about the September 9th through the 17th HUNA event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount. I'm Dr. Pat Vasili, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. For all your love. Live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, the same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcasting coders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. Earthchannel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to earthchannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us today in a very powerful show. Thank you, Jari, for joining us today. What's your message for everyone? I think what I would like to leave you with is a quote from Clarissa Pinkola Estes, in which she says, Ours is not the task of fixing the entire world all at once, but of stretching out to mend the part of the world that is within our reach. Any small, calm thing that one soul can do to help another soul to assist some portion of this poor, suffering world will help immensely. It is not given to us to know which acts or by whom will cause the critical mass to tip towards an enduring good. What is needed for dramatic change is an accumulation of acts adding, adding to, adding more, and continuing. We know that it does not take everyone on earth to bring justice and peace, but only a small determined group who will not give up during the first, second, or hundredth scale. And I would ask you and your listeners to recognize that we are living in a different reality today, and that reality requires us to be proactive in securing and monitoring the health care for ourselves and our families. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week right here on HealthyLife.net. Make yourself a great week.